Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Divine Love Radio, WDLR, the Internet's hallmark worldwide divine love radio station the station where the sole purpose is to awaken souls to the truth of god's divine love message the very message that jesus brought to mankind over two thousand years ago and is once again known through the pageant messages the good news is that divine love is available and gifted to all mankind who seek it through earnest prayer my name is Brooke Volk, and I'll be your host on this one-of-a-kind program in hopes of raising your curiosity about life and its purpose and what happens after we draw our last breath of this physical experience, a program that will direct you to volumes of information that your soul has been yearning for. Today's guest co-host is Eva Peck. With a rich history of divine love in a short period of time, and in this episode of WDLR, we will have the privilege to learn more about Eva. She is from down under, as we say here in the States, Australia. I am so excited to have a new platform that we're trying to, well, test. And if this test works, it'll give free access to many around the globe for this very program here on WDLR. Let me introduce Eva as an international background, having lived in several countries in Europe, America, Asia, and now Australia. She also has a wide range of spiritual experiences, having fellowshiped with church groups of various denominations, mainstream and non-mainstream, Protestant and Catholic, she has also encountered Islam and Buddhism as a closer range among non-Christian religions. She has read widely and sees truths in many sources. With the need to carefully evaluate everything she reads or hears, she has come into contact with the divine love truths just four years ago and been an ordained minister in the Foundation Church of the Divine Truth for over two years now. She is co-editor of the bi-monthly Divine Love Newsletter and a writer and self-publisher. Her two main websites are universal-spirituality.net, which largely contains easy-to-read information from the Divine Love messages received by James Padgett, and also pathway-publishing.org which includes books that she's published over the years, some with the collaboration of her husband and her father. Eva and her husband, Alec, have been happily married for 42 years and live near Brisbane in Australia. Wow. And I have a suspicion that's only a little introduction, but let's get to meet our special guest co-host on WDLR, Eva I would say good evening, but that's 
in Eastern Pennsylvania or Western Pennsylvania time, and you're tomorrow morning at about 10 something in the morning in Australian time. Uh, so, good evening, morning. <laughs> <laughs> good evening, Rook. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> good evening to you. <laughs> now, are you going to say that I have an accent or do you have an accent? <laughs> Depends on which side of the world we are on, I guess. But do we English here in the United States, do we have an odd accent to you or is that common? No. Uh, <laughs> I've been used to the American accent. I've lived in America for 17 years. 17. Wow. That is amazing. Well, what I want to do, we'll just jump right into our program of seeking some of the knowledge that you've gained in your time with the divine love. And I have a couple questions for you. And Usually I am ad-libbing type, and I don't want to embarrass you in any way by asking you something you may not want to divulge. So I'm going to stick to the rules here. I see, I see you have quite a long and a varied spiritual journey. Now, would you like to share more about it and what brought you to the Divine Love community and its teachings? Okay. Uh, my spiritual path has run... In um, roughly eight year cycles, which is quite interesting. And I grew up as an atheist child and teenager in uh, Czechoslovakia, which is the Czech Republic now. And it, at that time, it was a communist country, so few people um, were believers, and church attendance was discouraged. Not very many went to church, though some did, and there were churches, but. Uh, and uh, God started working with me during the next eight years in my mid to eighteen teen years. And uh, I was at a, quite a low point in my life. It was not long after we came to Australia. And um, I uh, came to a non-mainstream uh, church in Victoria, Australia, which is the state, a couple of states south of us here. This is in Queensland. And uh, that gave me a very good spiritual foundation. And I also had um, started having hope and purpose in my life, which was before that I was lacking. And I connected with a loving spiritual community at that time. And also met my husband and uh, life partner and uh, others, say maybe soulmate as well in that group. And the next 17 years, um, uh, we spent in Southern California, in the Los Angeles area, uh, doing church work. And then uh, after that, um, it was the time when the Iron Curtain fell in Europe and uh, the communist countries reopened and they were free again. So um, we actually went uh, back there to the country of my birth and spent about seven, eight years there. And uh, at that time, uh, people uh, were hungry for spiritual information, but not for that long, only by a year or two. And then they started following basically materialistic uh, goals and desires. So a lot of that's different now. But back then, that was in 19, we got there in 1993, uh, which was about three or four years after the uh, curtain fell. Uh, at that time, people were quite interested in spiritual things. 
and what we didn't actually do quote-unquote missionary work as we had kind of hoped but uh, we ended up co-authoring my husband and I an English conversation book which um, included some um, moral and ethical values to young people it wasn't religious per se but it was uh, it had a spiritual foundation in that sense and it, we, we actually saw we had a we went into a second edition from we did a second edition from here uh about 10 years after the first edition came out and altogether we sold about seventy thousand copies that the schools and and the publisher did so we were quite proud of that and it's still the second edition is still selling out there and uh, this experience broadened my spiritual perspective and views because um i was forced to uh, fellowship with other believers of various groups and uh, I it taught me to be less judgmental because sometimes when you're in one church and you believe they've got the truth you can be very judgmental and very uh, um, self-righteous and feeling superior and all that type all those bad traits so I sort of was slowly broadening my perspective and becoming less so and then uh, my mother passed away in 2001 so there was another turning point it was a time for us to return uh, back here and uh, the obvious place to move to was uh, to be closer to my dad who lived here at that time still does almost 95 and um, but uh, we couldn't get a job in australia being i think we were close to 50. Um, so we ended up uh, teaching in Asia for about five years altogether. Um, Korea, uh, where we taught at the Nazarene University, Christian University, and then um, Saudi Arabia, which was a very interesting experience uh, because uh, the women there are really, they have very few rights and um, though it's slowly slowly changing but uh, the, the, the woman is about as as valued as a dog <laughs> or maybe less so <laughs> it was quite amazing anyway um yes yeah, so we came in contact with buddhism a little closer range and also of course islam because uh, saudi arabia is uh, a very strict uh, Islam so and then in 2007 we came home to Australia and remained here settled down we were able to um, work on the home front because we were able, we had the finances that um, allowed that and uh, so we have been doing spiritual work pretty well full-time since that time it's been a real blessing and um, yeah, mainly done writing, creating websites, and also doing a little bit of formal study in uh, theology. And uh, at the end of 2013, uh, a book that was lent to me by a friend uh, was a turning point in the sense that uh, 
There was a book called Life in the World Unseen. It was a mediated work by Anthony Borgia. And uh, it indirectly led me to the mediated messages received by James Paget, uh, which of course talk about a divine love. So mediumship was something I didn't really know much about, shied away from, but the contents of those um, divine love books, I think my first ones, uh, that I came across were the ones published by the Foundation Church of Divine Truth, and I, I found them on a, on a website in a PDF form. And um, yeah, it started making sense, even though it, it actually built on my foundation that I already had. It, uh, it actually supplemented it and complemented it. So I had to change some of my beliefs, but I also felt well, you know, this is this is this makes more sense than this, and and I was able to just kind of plug it together without too much drama or uh, some people go through hard time changing their beliefs and their mind rebels that people they kind of think you know how can this be true? And for me, it wasn't that big except for the mediumship that was probably the biggest thing. But then I did an article on my website, uh, a bit of a fairly long research, probably several pages in book form. I haven't put it in book form, but it, um, that's what I did. I studied um, the, what the Bible talks about, uh, inspiration, um, angels and spirit beings assisting us and uh, all these different aspects plus also in buddhism there are beings that people believe assist us so it all kind of came together so i thought well you know what what's written in page it really is not that strange because uh, it is appearing in the bible and in other religions so um and uh, Again, my uh, my website, uh, Universal Spirituality, Universal Spirituality.net, uh, is sort of a summary of my study back then, and uh, I've been adding to it since. And uh, at that time, I connected with some divine love followers in Australia and then joined the Foundation Church of Divine Truth. Um, and got involved with different groups in the community. And uh, there are, like there's a ministry in Hawaii, and there's one in Canada, of course, so the uh, Foundation, Divine Love Sanctuary Foundation. And, uh, and there's, of course, the Foundation Church of uh, New Birth on the East Coast. So I kind of, I fellowship with all of them. I don't sort of feel like I need to stay with I I mean that's a lot of uh, background information and I think we've had some mother nature chime in there as well so you have a birdie what is that bird oh, noise could be, yeah, there could be some birds outside. outside not in the not in your home they're outside no, no, no. Yeah, I can close my window no 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 it adds some some motherly nature to our conversation here. Now, you kind of touched on this uh, second question I had, 
but you can elaborate it on if you wish, is were you like many in the divine love community that you were searching for the truth and then you just finally found it in the divine love teachings or was your experience kind of different? How do you look at your spiritual journey in retrospect? Um, actually, I wasn't really searching for truth as, as such. I was searching maybe inwardly for a purpose in life, but I wasn't sort of, quote-unquote, looking for truth. I, uh, yeah, and uh, I feel I was sort of led every step of the way, and uh, I don't uh, regret any of my, you know, past experience. I think they've all been uh, stepping stones. Uh, and they got me where I am now. So it got me into places and situations that I know I would not have chosen or in my earlier, on my earlier part of the spiritual, of my spiritual journey, I wouldn't have remotely considered being where I am now, for example. Uh, but um, I'm very grateful for my journey, every part of it, even though some parts were little rocky but I'm still grateful for for it all and uh, it's given me a really good foundation and preparation for what I'm doing now I'm, I'm using a lot of what I've learned or done along the way I'm using it right now so so yeah so I uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't want to be back in in any of my of the past situations or aff affiliations because I've kind of moved past that, but I do feel they were all important stepping stones and uh, serve the purpose and I'm grateful for them. Well, with your various around the globe living patterns that the experience that very few of us have had that opportunity and that all the different cultures and the religious practices, and you mentioned yourself, in the country where the women do not have many rights. And then you spent 17 years in the United States. Uh, James Pageant, of course, and Divine Love Messages, of which uh, Eva has been referring to. Uh, he himself, for those who are tuning in and do not know, uh, you can do local searches on your website, uh, favorite search engine of Divine Love or James Pageant. P-A-D-G-E-T-T. -T. However, if you'd like to go to a website that really encapsulates a lot of your questions through a search bar at the top, you can, uh, one website in mind that so many go to because it's a, a fellow Australian, Jeff, uh, Jeff Cutler has his site is new-birth, new-birth.net, and you will see what we're uh, talking about. Uh, we also heard Eva mention mediumship and what that means, and that was hard for her, and that is probably the hardest for many that are seeking the truth to believe that the spirit world can communicate with gifted individuals. And I do know that everyone has gifts, multiple gifts given to us, and we exercise them by earnest prayer to our Father, and that is a way that we also find divine love given as a gift to us for those who seek. Now, to those who feel we found our truths, Eva, 
uh, and that we can help others live a better life, to desire to share what we know with others. What do you see as your part in the divine love community? And what is your way of helping others to discover the path to God and fulfillment of their potential? Okay, I'm continuing to write. I have written several books uh, since I have uh, become part of the Divine Love community. Uh, but I've also written uh, spiritual books before that because uh, my last, uh, I guess, near 50 years have been a spiritual path. And uh, since about 2005, was so I've been sort of wanting to write after I was like I, I used to teach and then I wanted to sort of write and publish so I've been I think my web my first website was created 2009 I think so I've been at it for a while and uh, I have several full-time book uh, sorry full-size books uh, on that the divine love truth, like uh, Jesus' gospel of divine love is one I did about two years ago. And uh, this one I just finished, the new birth pathway to the kingdom of God. And uh, they both uh, take the Bible and uh, they take the uh, page and messages, the teachings there and try to reconcile them. And there is a way to do that. Um, in many ways, not everything, but in many ways, one can reconcile them. Uh, so that's uh, probably my biggest contribution is trying to reconcile the budget truth with the Bible truth. And that is what your most recent book is about, and of which I started to read just about a week or 10 days, not even that ago. I'm up to page 45 or so amongst my other reading, but that book is got to be, and uh, I was talking to Bill Fraze on a radio interview, and we talked about you, and I just got the biggest chuckle of his review. He said that it was the decoder ring, yes, <laughs> and that is pretty neat, decoder ring of understanding, and we know we're talking to a Christian audience, why? Because they're void of something. They know something is missing, like you and I felt. And when you feel that, it comes from a soul perspective, not necessarily your mind, but something is telling you there's just something missing in the traditional religions. And so that's why you're probably tuned in this program right now, and that is because of Law of Attraction and you're of people like-minded with people who can help you by a year and some months experience for myself, four plus years for Eva, for example, and other radio episodes of up to 40 some years in divine love. Well, this is the neat thing about WDLR radio. We are testing this new Zoom audience, uh, Zoom uh, conference room, program where people can call in at no cost to them. Basically, they do have paid for uh, types of programs where you get longer recording times, things like that, and add more people perhaps. But this is something that I want to touch on technology. 
the internet came along back in the 90s for mainstream people like you and me who then learned about Macintosh computers and that was a little struggle and then you had what they call PC computers. Oh, it was so much easier than the Macintosh at that time. And it was in color too, and it was just beautiful. Now all that technology since 2000 and, or 1995, and then you went to uh, 2015, that's 20 years. In 20 years, we grew with this technology. And what I'm getting at here, look how it has evolved and we just don't know where all the smarts came from that they could connect all these dots. Government takes uh, uh, credit for some of the early computers, but who was behind all this to give us vast technology advances right now at this time in our lives to disseminate this information globally for hardly zero in uh, financial investments other than our time. You, have become a writer. I don't know how many hours you have in Australia in a day, but for what you are done in your writing, it just <laughs> amazes me. I'm a writer too, but wow, putting all this information together over these past few years, it just, where, where do you bundle all your time? What is the most, let's say, productive time for you in a day? Where do uh, you? Probably the morning. Okay, and the morning it's cooler, and you before yeah, it's the cooler and it's also I'm fresher and my mind thinks clearer. Okay, and now prayers. There is a prayer in the community called the perfect prayer. Now, for those that are tuned in and haven't heard us talk about this before in other episodes, a perfect prayer was given to us in the early uh, 1900s, 1914, 15, 16, 17, that era, and through James Pageant, which we mentioned. And the perfect prayer was given to us by Jesus himself. Yes, Jesus of the Bible. And that prayer is found on the internet by just doing a search for the perfect uh, prayer or divine love prayer. But again, go to that website and or give us your websites again, Eva. Yeah, uh, actually I have it in several versions, um, including a um, version that's got uh, some pretty nature pictures on the site. And it's uh, the website is universal-spirituality.net. And I have a uh, tab there for prayer and uh, on, on, on the, in the information bar. And uh, the prayer perfect is quite easy to find. So people can download it in uh, PDF or JPG, I believe I have. And uh, there are actually there are other versions of it. There is a set of videos that uh, Joseph Babinski has done on his website, uh, which I don't have the link in my head, but uh, um, it's got about, I think, 19 videos, about 10 minutes each, where he goes through every part of the prayer, which is very interesting and inspiring. So... Yes, Joseph, he has been a guest co-host on WDLR. And for those who would like to look for those episodes and may not be on 
WDLR right now, you go to uh, talkshoe.com, T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E, talkshoe.com. And there you can put in Divine Love Radio, and you'll see a list of all past episodes. Also another website, divineloveradio.com. That's a simple uh, divineloveradio.com. And then at the bottom, you'll see a play icon, and you can play some of the past messages or a link direct to the main talk show website. So the technology is there now. Where do you see it going like we're on Zoom right now, I see you and you see me, but the radio audience didn't see you holding up the books. But but we have this uh, technology. Where are we going in this world? And we are, can we classify ourselves as seasoned seniors? <laughs> or at least myself, I'm 70. I'm not asking your age. I'm just saying, <laughs> senior citizens, is that worldwide? 55 and up, so we qualify, right? <laughs> what a way to get an age out of um, a lady, I guess, for most. No, no, you do the math, but I think we can figure it out. We qualify. But the technology we have pretty much kept up with. What, uh, what do we see for the future in the next 10 years? Interesting to contemplate. We're electronic. If the lights went out, it's nice to have the printed book. And that is a very big part of divine love. There are four volumes, for example, uh, that, well, each is about 375 to 400 page average in length, and they are available. And they're available as PDFs, and that means you can download them to your computer and read them that way. But uh, the popular book sites such as, well, Lulu is a favorite so that you can buy it in a paperback or a hardback if you wish. And those people like ourselves who like that printed copy, it's a very, very big reason why we like it when the lights do go out and should they, you have that companion copy. And we have all this electronic e-readers, tablets, even your own cell phones can have access to this. But in Australia, you have to turn your phones upside down in your tablets so you could read it because they're upside. <laughs> Isn't that how that works? <laughs> I mean, I'm grade school here. I wondered how you people stick on the earth. You're down under. <laughs> I mean, that's my curiosity as a young child. And there's this thing, gravity, I didn't fully grasp. Well, now I'm grasping divine love. And that is, that is, well, Eva's latest book is what we just mentioned a while ago, The Decoder Ring, for those who like scripture the Holy Scriptures of the Bible, and when she picks out a scripture and then associates into it divine love, the true messages that Jesus taught while on earth, that took a long time to do that, did it not? Actually, I think this one, I felt really inspired. I started working on it about Ju July, maybe last year, and uh, I... Uh, finished most of it by uh, before Thanksgiving, I think, before November. 
and uh, I had a dear friend of mine review it for me and he also wrote the forward which I was grateful for but uh, uh, yeah so it took me about six months or less actually so I wasn't too, too bad. Well that's a long time yeah. now, and I'm, I'm a short story writer now it might take me one sitting and I have a 500 to a thousand word story maybe in an hour and a half maybe two hours and uh, whenever the next day comes around a night i might write another one and inspiration is a big part of uh, what we go through or we would not be here talking about mm -hmm. this subject and that's where divine love comes in uh, there are hidden talents that we all have and they're hidden in the soul we haven't talked much about the soul but that's who we are mm -hmm. we were soul before we were physical so if the curiosity is piqued by eva and i as our conversation we invite you to do your own search or go to the websites we mention and ask your own questions ultimately by joining uh, a program that features a forum for example and i know one popular forum in a, the community is from canada and that is around the vancouver area and divine love sanctuary.com is a website of divine love how, sanctuary foundation go ahead correct me again divine <laughs> love divine, divine love sanctuary foundation.com i think wow yes let me uh how, okay you check it yeah no I, i'm gonna I'm going to go over here. It's Divine Love Sanctuary. I believe you're correct, but let me just do this while I'm talking to you. DivineLoveSanctuary.com. That's what I said in the first place. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You corrected me. And that is Al and Jean uh, Fike. And I think you're going to find some surprises on their website and their forum as well. Anyway, that's uh, just part of what we do, and we don't ask for donations or tithes and offerings and things like this. This is our true passion in our lives, is to talk about a subject that you probably have never, ever heard of before you stumbled upon this program or the pageant messages or even Eva's websites. It's just so led you're led to your curiosity. I could tell you some things that I don't want to get you too overly excited and say it's too good to be true. So how do we close out this program in sincerity, Eva? Well, um, I've got a couple of thoughts on that. Wow, we got, take the, take. I'll just ignore it. Oh, it's not uh, your guardian angel calling you? <laughs> no, actually, I get these uh, phone calls. Good thing this is just a test. <laughs> <laughs> it may not be a test. Maybe we can weed that part out and uh, it's a real deal. <laughs> actually, I get, I get quite a few calls on my mobile that I, I look at the number and I kind of think, no, I don't know. I don't know this person. If it's right. Important. And leave yeah. a message because most of the time it's just some kind of advertising they want to sell you yes. so they want to send you sell you some something else 
but what is from Toronto, which is really weird, uh, from Canada. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Crazy. Let's, uh, here's a good analogy, I think. It just came to mind. While you're looking at your cell phone, you don't recognize the number. So you say, no, uh, decline uh, whatever we do on our, your mobiles and our cell phones here. And the point is, what if it was Jesus calling? Well, <laughs> well Jesus calling. <laughs> no, he probably has been calling uh, to uh, tell us a few things for years and years, but we just yeah, didn't yeah. answer. And, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. It's not true. some kind of a stretch for an analogy, but... Yeah, no, it's good, but not yeah. on my mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but I think you have a point. I, I, think, yeah. I think so. I think Jesus and others can call. And, uh, and We push the decline button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, or, just, we don't hear it, we don't register it, we are not tuned in. Yes, that's another program in itself. Yeah. Talking about what is soul, how do we tune into soul, mm -hmm. how do we read our souls, how does our perception change as divine love keeps adding further measurements of divine love in our souls. It opens up more in our intellect, in our questions that we then ask, and the answers that we receive. So it is so involved, it sounds complicated, but the first step is to, you're here, you're listening to us, so you must have a curiosity of some answers that you would like, and we gave you some websites where you could go to or use your favorite search engine and search on your own. This way we're not telling you, you're finding out for yourself. And that's the way we'll leave this program for this is WDLR. Closing remarks, Eva? I think for me and I think for all of us that in general, any any person on a spiritual path, uh, especially when people who believe in God along the Christian path or I suppose maybe the good um, Islam one as well, that they believe in God. But I think the most important thing is a relationship with God and that's developed through regular daily prayer life, praying not only for the divine love, but also, of course, for our needs and the needs of others, for guidance and whatever else we might be inspired to pray for or to express. It might be just um, sometimes just to say thank you to God and grateful for so many things. And the Bible tells us there's a promise Jesus uh, has made, uh, and I believe the Paget Messages would collaborate that uh, if we first seek the kingdom of God by praying for his love and seeking soul and heart transformation and the new birth, our other needs and even desires will be taken care of. So it's a matter of priorities. And another thing of vital importance I see is gratitude, giving thanks and looking at the positive. And that can really change our perspective and make hard situations easier to deal with. And the other thing I like to leave with the listeners is uh, 
uh, because much of the news and world events are not particularly inspiring, to say the least. I look forward to one day reaching the celestial spheres, as we are promised, uh, place and time of untold happiness and wonderful service and growth opportunities. And I'm also looking forward to seeing this earth finally at peace and in harmony with God. It's a promise that um, at the future time, there'll be no more hate, anger, killing, destruction, hunger, and all the other forms of suffering uh, that we are facing today. And of course, I don't know when either one will happen, but I'm hanging on to this hoping all right, so closing remarks by our guest co-host, Eva Peck from Australia. And I know that her father is 95 years old. We didn't get to talk about that, but maybe in the next episode, and how important he has been to your writings, as well as he's an artist, I believe I read that, and also your husband, Alec. So this is Brooke Folk, your host on WDLR and guest co-host Eva Peck saying until next time, have a lovely soul. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.